It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone out there. Welcome in to a jam-packed gymnasium here at Altamont Community High School. It is a rematch of the ATC championship game, and it definitely feels like the atmosphere here tonight. And it's between the St. Anthony Bulldogs and the Altamont Indians. Welcome into the broadcast position. My name is Travis Sparks, alongside Dominic Dater, as we'll be here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Altamont, they come into this one 23-4 on the season and an important one in the NTC because we only got two more games left in the most NTC games, and they're 5-0 and in the conference are Altamont. St. Anthony comes into this one 18-11 and overall and 6-1 and in the National Trails Conference. Let's get your recap before uh, we get set for this one. The last game, it was Altamont on Saturday, falling for the first time since all the way back in December as uh, they lost their 18-game winning streak as it was snapped by Tuscola, 64-38. to 14 three-pointers was calculated there in that game on Saturday, and there were wide-open threes as well, and Coach didn't really particularly uh, like that they were wide open threes either. So, uh, and because all those made shots, well, Altamont couldn't do what they do best, and what has made them successful during that 18 game stretch was the uh, getting out and running in transition. And uh, they uh, Indians got bogged down in the half court offense, and uh, Tuscola ramped up the defense as well, and uh, they just couldn't miss from beyond the arc. And all good things must come to an end. And the win streak ended on Saturday, but now it's time to reset for the final two games of the regular season. And this big one, of course, it's always big when you play St. Anthony, the regular season matchup here tonight. So, yeah, got to bounce back here before the postseason starts on Saturday. Yeah, you definitely have to bounce back before the postseason starts on Saturday. It, like you said, it's always big when you play when you play St. Anthony. Uh, you know, no matter no matter what what the records are on either side. It's, you know, it's always, always big when you, when you play San Anthony. They've had such a, you know, such a great basketball program, you know, throughout throughout their history. Uh, not that South Mont had a, had a terrible program, but they've just, uh, you know, over the past decade or so, uh, since Coach, Coach Devery's been here, he's just, uh, I guess, brought, brought, brought the program up a notch, I guess. Like I said, not that they were terrible, but... Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a great, great game here tonight. I, I look forward to a, uh, I guess, a closer score, I guess, than what we saw in the uh, NTC championship game. I don't think it'll be another almost 20-point drubbing by by Altamont. I expect a close, closer scoring game, tightly defended game, you know, by, by both teams. And, uh, you know, it, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely what, uh, what you want. I know, you know, it, out of my loss, you know, Saturday night to Tuscola, you're not going to win many games when, uh, the, you know, the opposing team shoots 75% from the three-point line. So, um, but I don't think either team can keep that close to, to that tonight. But uh, I just expect to – that would be a low score, but I, I expect the defense, defense to battle. And, uh, you know, I, I expect a lot of a lot of action here tonight. And, uh, yeah, Altamont definitely – you know, two conference games left. They're six and zero. They definitely want to win the uh, conference conference outright, and uh, see if they can do that. You know, start start tonight. 
And that's one of the things that, even though Alcamont has had a successful program, is that they haven't won a conference title outright in quite some time. I think back in 2014, and that was their uh, last uh, NTC championship before the previous, before this year and last year, and uh, they shared that with St. Anthony, I'm pretty sure, uh, that year. So uh, even when they were winning a conference, they had to share it. And uh, unless you want to share it, you got to take care of business in the next two games, and I'll leave little doubt and uh, whether that will happen or not. So that is definitely one of the bigger goals uh, that Altima has, is that even though they have won, you know, three NTC titles since uh, Coach Nibri has been here, but they haven't won a regular season title outright. So that's a big uh, goal to come in into the season to check that off. And, hey, they already checked off Sesser Holiday Tournament champions, NTC Tournament champions, and uh, they'll try to check off another one here off tonight. And, uh, yeah, I anticipate this to be a closer game than the last time as uh, Altamont has been notorious slow starters this season. And that was not the case in the NTC Championship game about a couple weeks ago. And uh, they got off to a 10 nothing lead. And they had a 10-3 to lead, and that kind of got Altamont going. And I felt like Altamont was always in control of that Championship game. It got tight a little bit in the second half, but that was really all that St. Anthony threatened. There was a little burst in that third quarter. Otherwise, Altamont's defense was on point, and uh, they really stifled this, the Bulldogs in the previous matchup, and it also helped that they scored the first 10 points of the game. Yeah, it definitely did help that they, they scored the first 10 points of the game. I, I mean, they, they, they could probably score the first, you know, I'll go score the first 10 points of the game of the game tonight, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that definitely helped them, helped them then, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely expect a closer Closer score than what we saw on the NTC uh, championship. You know, obviously, Stancy, their overall record is 18 11, but they're 6 and 1 in the conference, so they definitely still have a shot of winning the you know, conference uh, outright, you know, as well. I mean, you no, know, I, I don't want to jinx anything, but, you know, I'm going to tonight, uh, Thursday night, the ones that saw, you know, is, you know, Stancy 7 and 1, and I'm going to be 6 and 2, they win the Put it out right, so obviously there's still still lots to play for for uh, for both teams. I just expect a great a great matchup here tonight. Travis is senior night. That was you know special for all the seniors and stuff and their parents and everything. And that's Al Altamont's packed you know packed the house. Fancy brought their brought their fan base as well. And it's just a great great to see all these fans here tonight. I I feel I. I said off air, I feel like I had to fly, you know, walk five miles uphill and downhill both ways, or uphill both ways, and uh, just, just to get here. But uh, that's how back the parking lot is. So, which is great though, which is great to see. And uh, these folks are gonna get their money's worth, money's worth here tonight. Sure. And it goes to my thing that it seemed like everyone drove themselves tonight. As you can't find a single place to park out there in the parking lot, and. Uh, sure, some people maybe even had to cross the street, cross the highway uh, a little bit. That's NTC territory uh, parking in there. And uh, it's a great atmosphere tonight. And one thing that wasn't here in the NTC championship atmosphere was the band. They played all up until the tournament, until championship night. And that's where all the uh, players from uh, the other teams sat on the stage there. And then I also noticed that the tribal council is a place where they always are. The future tribal council is right down below to our right. Uh, we also have the Elder Tribal Council as well right next to uh, the 
uh, normal tribal council. So we got three tribal councils going on uh, right now, and all of them are, well, the majority of them are wearing orange in support of uh, the Altamont Indians. Here tonight on a seer night in what is a, a fabulous atmosphere and uh, the uh, celebration of the seniors, well, a huge senior class, uh, not only of the basketball team, but also the cheerleaders and band members as well, and uh, both uh, the Chief and the Brave are seniors as well, so they were celebrated before the game got started. But the seniors for this Altamont basketball team, uh, Jared Hamer, Wyatt Phillips, Avery Yarhouse, Mason Robinson, Logan Cornett, Kynan Earhart, and Eric Coleman. And so that's seven seniors. We're going to guarantee a starting five, senior starting five. And I do see that we have a couple of uh, ones in the starting lineup that aren't normally there uh, on an everyday basis. But, you know, it has changed every now and then with the lineups and whatnot. And also another thing that I noticed for those of you that are wondering about the win streak happening and the win streak being snapped, Coach Avery is back in to the normal suit tonight as well. So uh, that's uh, back to normalcy uh, there in uh, that aspect. Also wanted to pass along a special uh, message that uh, the uh, game that was supposed to happen on Friday with Windsor's two straws, well, that game has been moved to a Thursday night as uh, it's going to be the same time as it was on Friday, 6-15, JV start, but it's going to be played on a Thursday instead of a Friday. So make your plans to travel to Windsor on a Thursday night instead of a Friday night. And, uh, oh, can't make it to Windsor? Well, you can tune in here, right here on Jack FM, and we'll have coverage for you. But uh, maybe why that is is because on Saturday it's right in the postseason play as uh, the boys regionals quarterfinals will start on a Saturday throughout the area, and Altamont will start against Mulberry Grove in the first round right here in Altamont before they have to go to Nokomis if they win in advance. And uh, that game will be at 7 o'clock here on Saturday against Mulberry Grove. So a couple of scheduling notes here for the upcoming rest of the week. But right now, we got a big one between Altamont and St. Anthony. And that's coming up here in a short few as we're getting set for the National Anthem. And so we'll take a break and go to that National Anthem brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency. And we'll be back in just a few minutes for the start of this one and the tip-off and the start of lineup of this one between Altamont and St. Anthony. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball and High School Boys Basketball here on Jack FM.
can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back in with the Altamont Community High School for this contest between the Altamont Indians and the St. Anthony Bulldogs. Starting to probably be in and out for the visiting Bulldogs, so let's give those to you right here as we have them. They are starting the same starting five that I remember in the ACC Championship, so no changes for Coach Rinker. As it's number five, Colin Wessendorf, the six-foot junior. Number 15, Brock Spearday, a 6'2 sophomore. Number 23, Griffin Sehe, a 6'3 senior. Number 25, Max Caney, a 6'1 junior. And number 35, Michael Martelli, a 5'10 senior. Again, it's Westendorf, Spearday, Sehe, Caney, and Martelli. The starting five for the visiting St. Anthony Bulldogs, of course. And their road ready uniforms with white numbers. As Altamont, fan base rises. The lights go down. Starting five announced two of this capacity crowd here at Altamont Community High School. We'll give you those starting five for the home senior night, Altamont Indians. They'll start off number two with Jared Hamer. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 10, Wyatt Phillips gets the start tonight on senior night. He's a six-foot senior. Number 22, Avery Yarhouse. He's a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson. He's a 6'3 senior as well. And number 33, Kevin Earhart, is a 6'4 senior. Again, it is Hamer, Phillips, Yarhouse, Robinson, and Earhart. They'll start in five for the Altamont Indians, of course, in their home white uniform with black numbers and orange trim. As White Phillips gets the start here tonight, he's just returned a couple of games ago from that foot injury and being rewarded here on senior night with a starting nod and kind of Earhart. He started a few games here this season, but into the starting lineup here on senior night here at Altamont High School. So this one should be a good one. Basically, ACC conference implications on the line. Altamont wants to share or at least have a uh, the outright title if they win. Um, and uh, St. Anthony can also, uh, with a win uh, and an Altamont loss, could clinch the, uh, say, or clinch the ACC outright as well or can clinch at least a share of it. At St. Anthony, they'll be up against uh, Casey. Staying their season on Friday night, I do believe that game hadn't yet been moved, but uh, Altamont against Windsor uh, has, and obviously that's an NPC game uh, right there. So lot on the line, and you can feel it in the crowd uh, tonight for sure here for this big contest between St. Anthony and Altamont. I remember a couple of years ago, or just last year, Altamont won the NPC championship, and then they fell in the regular season matchup just last year at the Inmost Center there. So it'll be Sahi jumping it up against Robinson, and it'll be Altamont winning the tip-off, and they'll be going right to left on your radio dial here to start this pivotal contest here in the ATC. It's Jared Hamer walking it up the floor, and he'll get into the front court now. It's Yarhouse over here on the left side, and he picks up his dribble. He's looking for someone to pass to. Gets it off to Robinson up top. Now Robinson has it, and Santhi might be in a little uh, matchup zone here as Hamer goes over to uh, Phillips. Now back to Hamer. 
Hammer dribbles it. He goes inside, and it's a little no-look pass to Earhart, and it was picked off by Fearday. And uh, Fearday the other way puts up the shot in the lane, contested, and no good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson the other way, shuffles it off. ERL shot for a three, no good. And Earhart tips it, but it goes right in the hands of Martelli. Quickly up to a Fearday. Fearday puts it up, and that's actually Westendorf. And it's good. And so St. Anthony scores the first bucket, two to nothing. They're already better than the NTC Championship. <laughs> yes, they are. Yarhouse corner three, can't get it to fall, but Phillips is right there for the offensive rebound, right place, right time. Phillips trying to go back up with it. Now back out with the Yarhouse again for three. No good. He's over three. Nice pass to Earhart up and in. Give that assist to Jared Hamer and kind of Earhart first two, and it's tied at two. Nice job there by Hamer to find Earhart underneath to put it up again. Martelli has a top of the key. Now he's over to Stahey. Uh, Stahey, free throw line jumper off, no good, and rebounded by Hammer. And uh, quickly up to Yarhouse the other way. He picks up his dribble as he was on the baseline. Now Earhart gets it back to him, and Hammer will swing it here on the arc to Robinson. Robinson stops and pops from the free throw line. Back iron too strong, and there's a fight for the rebound. And I think they're going to call that one on Altman as it was Earhart and a Bulldog fighting for it, and they're going to get kind of with that. Titans first, teams first. Anyway, so Martelli will get it across the timeline coming up on a six minutes to go. We're still tied at two. Martelli, top of the key, picked up by Hammer. Of course, Southmont in their man-to-man defense. Say jumper, no good. Earhart was right there in his face. And rebounded by Hammer. Quick outlet pass up to Phillips. Phillips is going to be fouled by St. Anthony. A little hand check there, and... The first one on St. Anthony. Yep. Foul number 23, Griffin say he is first, he's first. And Hammer gets it into Robinson. They find Yarhouse. They'll swing it over to Phillips. Phillips picks up his dribble as he just got it inside the arc. Now Earhart touches it, and it goes back out to Phillips as they'll reset. Now it over to Hammer. Hammer will drive, and he's on the baseline now. Back out to Phillips. He head fakes, and he drives with the runner. No good. And the rebound goes to Caning for St. Anthony. Max will bring it up the floor and get off to Weston North. They'll find Martelli there in the left corner. 5.20 to go coming up here in the first quarter. Martelli thought about shooting the free throw line jumper, but instead he passed it off. And they get it over to a Fear Day. Fear Day puts up their shot. It's good off the glass. Count the basket and the foul for Brock Fear Day. And a tough time getting going in the NTC Championship, but he's off to a quick two and and one opportunity. Yeah, that foul's on Mason Robinson of Altamont, his first, team second. And Fairdale will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play, and it's good. That gives St. Anthony the 5-2 lead of 5-14 to go here in the opening quarter. Yeah, very different start to the NTC Championship game for sure. Yeah, for sure. As Robinson gets over to Hamer. Hamer holding it here at the half-court line, or at the volleyball line. Robinson thought about a pass in the corner to Yarhouse, but instead they get it to Phillips, gives it back to Robinson, who gets it back to Phillips. Shot for a three, back iron too strong, and it's going to be a, a over-and-back foul that time, and Earhart knew it, and here comes some reinforcements. Yeah, it's kind of Earhart's second foul. He'll have to take a seat. So, uh, Eric Coleman will come in. And Logan Cornett also come in, and Phillips and Earhart will take a seat. 
Eric basically just has to take a seat with those two fouls. Yeah. Three-point lead for the Bulldogs here in the early going. 4.45 to go. And Martelli hands off to Westendorf. They'll get it off to Fear Day. Now they get it back to Westendorf in the left corner. And he'll dribble inside. Puts up their shot. No good. Contested by Coleman and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse slips and falls on the floor. And it's a turnover. And Westendorf running the other way. And Robinson with the block. But they're going to call foul. Oh, that was a block by Robinson. Robinson hustling back on the play, and they called a foul. And uh, so Westendorf will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Yeah, it's Mason Robinson's second foul. Yeah, it's second. And Westendorf makes the free throw. And Anthony with a 6-2 lead. Elam will check in for Robinson with those two fouls. So Earhart and Robinson both happen to sit down with those two fouls. And a fear day. Second free throw. Actually, that's Westendorf. My bad. And it's in the hands of Caney off the miss. And Cornette's on the dive on the loose ball. They're going to call a jump. And alternate possession arrow will keep her right here with St. Anthony. So the Bulldogs lead 6-2 to two here in the early going. 42 to go in the opening quarter. And they'll maintain possession. Westendorf will inbound on the baseline underneath the basket. Westendorf gets it in there to Sehe in the left corner. Now Sehe throws it over to Westendorf. Throws it over to Martelli. Martelli will direct traffic as the Tribal Council employs the defense chain. Martelli gives it off there to uh, Fearday. Puts it up off the glass and in uh, for Fearday. His fifth point now. It's 8-2 St. Anthony. Elam having a little bit of difficulty getting across. They finally do. Coleman spinning around and finds Elam. Now Hammer here at the volleyball line. They'll get him in the corner to Cornette. Give it to Coleman. High pass for Hamer. Touches it over there to Elam. Elam passes to Cornette in the corner for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Logan Cornette. And it's eight to five. Quickly up there. That's Beardy. He puts it up in the lane. No good. And Coleman tips it out and rebounded by Hamer. Hamer with another rebound. Is over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is uh, fouled before he can do anything. And so it'll just be a common foul. And I'm going to take it out on the baseline. That was the number five call. Westendorf is first team second. And they got Ryan Schmidt coming in uh, for Griffin Sehe. Uh, so good a breather. Hammer will inbound just below us. So he'll get it in to Elam. Elam gets over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, nice recovery there by St. Anthony, not allowing Yarhouse any open space. Elam has it, and he'll dribble, and now he picked it up, and he gave it over to Cornette. Cornette dribbles here on the arc, gives it off to Yarhouse. He's open for a three, and he's also fouled as well. Fouled in the act of shooting a three-pointer is Avery Yarhouse, so he'll go to the line to shoot three. Another foul on Westendorf, back-to-back foul. His second, team third. So now Westland North in foul trouble, Robinson and Earhart, all with two fouls. And Avery's going to go to the line for three shots to try to tie it up. And the first one's good. Avery's first point, it's eight to six. And Jonathan Willenberg will come in for Westland North after Yarhouse attempts this next free throw. 
second one is up, and it's back iron, no good. So he'll get one more opportunity. And Weston Oracle will sit down, and Jonathan Wallenberg will come in. And Yarnhoff now will try to go and make it two for three. And cut it to one. Yarnhoff, third free throw up, and it's also good. Two for three there for Avery. And Altamont trails eight to seven. Well, that's a late great meatloaf, I think. Two out of three ain't bad. That so. is not bad. You'll take it. But they could have had a tie there. They could have. Willenberg will have it at the volleyball line. He'll get off to Schmidt. Now they'll get it to Fearday. Fearday now to Caney. They'll swing it over to Martelli. It's a screen uh, from Caney. Caney now spins around, met by two defenders. Out to Martelli. Shot for a three. Back iron, no good. And it's tipped, and it's right in the hands of Fearday. Cornette's trying to tie him up. And they're going to call a foul on Altamont. Hmm. Foul number 32, Logan Cornette, his first. He's fifth, and Altamont faithful does not like that call. Because Neary wanted an impossible travel there. But yeah. instead it goes to a foul, and that's the fifth foul on Altamont. Foul's really piling up. They are. Yarhouse will take a seat, and Phillips will come back in. And Altamont knocks away the inbound pass, so it'll stay right here with uh, St. Anthony. They'll rebound it, inbound it in the corner now. Willenberg will be the one inbounding there on the sideline. And they get it in to a fear day. Fear day, guarded by Cornette. Puts up the shot. No good as Cornette was right in his face. And it was also rebounded by Logan. Up to a Phillips. Phillips over to Hammer in the left corner. Now Indians will swing it on the arc. Elam has them between the circles. Gives it to Coleman. Coleman in the middle of the defense. And now... They'll swing it on the arc to back to Elam. Coming up on two minutes to go in the quarter. Elam over to Hammer. He's open for three. No good. Coleman tracks down the rebound. He's all alone. Up and out. Coleman on the rebound. And Alcabon has their first lead, 9 to 8. Alcabon faithful 11 this. And it's Willenberg having it on the left wing. He has it off to Martelli. Martelli on the right side. And they dump it to Caney inside the free throw line. It's no good, but Smith's right there for the board. And they're going to call a foul again on Elam. On another, it looked like it was a, a block, but they're going to call too much contact, and Elam's going to get hit with that foul. Yep, first foul, Dylan Elam, 16 foul. He said foul, 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 foul up here in the first quarter for Robinson. And... It's only 1.40 to go in the opening quarter. Schmidt yeah. will be at the line for two. He can't get that one to go. It's took a couple bounces off the rim. No love from the rim there here on Valentine's Day. No. Day comes, comes back in, and Schmidt will uh, take his seat. No, Schmidt is at the line. Schmidt's second free throw. It's good. One for two there. And it's all tied at nine. Minute 35 to go. Eli Miller checked in for the first time for Altamont. They'll get into a Coleman. They got across half court. Over to Phillips. He head fakes and he drives. High pass for Eli, but he gets it down low to Coleman. Coleman doubled. Turnaround jumper. No good. And rebounded there by Schmidt. Day gets it across half court. Over to Fearday. Now to Schmidt. Shot for a three straight on. No good. And it's rebounded there by Elam. Coming up on a minute to go in the quarter. We're tied here at nine. Behind the back pass to Coleman, but it finds the hands of Eli. 
Eli has it here on the right one, or right corner. Now they'll swing it on the arc under a minute to go. Elam will call out a play. Dribbles it here at the volleyball line. I has it here on the right wing, and they go over to Phillips. Now to Cornette. Cornette over to Coleman. Coleman with a couple of fakes up and in. Oh, got the basket and the foul for Eric Coleman. And Altamont retakes the lead now 11 to 9. Eric Coleman doing what he does best there. A couple of fakes, and that causes the defense to bite, and then. He finishes through the contact, and he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. That foul's on Ryan Schmidt of St. Anthony, his first team score. And it's 11-9, a Coleman's free throw short, and rebounded by Willenberg. As Martelli will bring it across half court. Martelli gets over to Asahi with 30 seconds left. Now they go over to Schmidt, down low to Willenberg. Willenberg's trapped underneath. Now they go back out to Schmidt. He drives, puts it up in the lane. No good. And rebound spot for it. Schmidt comes away with it. He throws up a wild shot. And there's going to be a foul there on Altamont. He just threw it up there. I don't know if they'll get in the act of shooting, but it'll definitely be one and one. Foul number 50, Eric Coleman. It will be one and one. Team seven. Bulldogs in the bonus already here in the first quarter. 18.5 left here in the opening quarter. Schmidt will be at the line for one and one. The free throw is good, so he'll get the second one. And St. Anthony trails here by one, 11 to 10. Schmidt at the line for a second attempt. It's up, and it's good. Two for two there. All three of his points have come from the line, and we're all tied at 11. Say he will check out. And Caney came back in. And Eli gets it in. And now back to Elam. He'll walk it up. And he'll be picked up by Caney once he gets across the timeline. And he'll get it across at exactly 10 seconds. Elam over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse spins around, looks up at the clock. He turns around, throws up a shot. And it's good. It counted. And he wanted a foul as well. And it doesn't matter. He hits a shot anyways. And it definitely looked like it was affected. But the R-House got it to go. And Altamont leads 13-11 to 11 after one quarter of play. And so we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball, Jack and Finn. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
start off the second quarter, they'll get it down low, a two-yard out, saying he'll be fouled by St. Anthony, and they'll send Avery back to the free-throw line to shoot two shots. Talk with number 25, Max Keeney, his first team fifth. Oh, yeah, St. Anthony, Anthony with now five team fouls, and Altamont already uh, sent St. Anthony in the bonus. They're, they got 17 fouls on them. Garhouse at the line. This was in the act of shooting, so two for two. And he'll give the Altamont a 14 to 11 lead. And he'll get another one. Second free throw on the way for Avery. Up, and it's in and out. No good. And a fight for the rebound. It goes to Earhart, who checked in on the break. As he's got to be careful with two fouls. And Avery has it at the top of the key. I see Hamer also checked in as well on the timeout break. Elam has it here at the top, at the volleyball line. Now a handoff to Phillips. Phillips dribbles it inside the arc. Now back over to Avery. Avery left wing is off to Phillips. It's a screen from Yarhouse. And uh, Phillips dribbles it around a little bit. Deep three by Yarhouse. In and out. No good. And rebounded. There goes to Caning. Quickly up to uh, Fearday. Fearday now back over to uh, Sehi. Sehi now swings it to Martelli. And they'll run some offense. Sehi. Or Caney throws it down low to Fearday. And it's blocked by Yarhouse. But guess what? A foul. And uh, so it'll send St. Anthony to the free throw line again. Yes, Will. Bowser 21, Dylan on his second, team eight. Looks like it was Yarhouse from here, but... That's what I, that's what I thought. But. I give it to Dylan, and that is his second. And uh, the foul shot is good by Schmidt. Four for, five, four for five from the line is Schmidt. Eli, or Elam will take a seat, and Phillips will as well. Cornette returns. Someone else came back into the game. Schmidt, second free throw. It's good. All five have come from the line. And I think it was Eli Miller who snuck in there. Hamer with the basketball, though, at the top of the key. Gives it over to Eli on the right side. Eli picked it up and gives it back up top to Yarhouse. Garhouse is cut off. Back to Eli Miller. He'll fire for three, and he's going to be fouled as well. And it's another three-point jump shot. And so Eli Miller will go to the free throw line for three. Ryan Schmidt is second, team six. And now Wessonorth has 2,000. Schmidt has 2,000 as well for St. Anthony. And Eli will be shooting three. Eli's free throw up, and it bounced in. Good. Eli's first point. And up my lead 15 to 13. You got the uh, home bounce and roll there on that yeah. free throw. And second free throw for Eli. Up is also good. Two for two. And gets another one. And so we got Weston Moore coming back in, and Jonathan Willenberg coming in as well. Schmidt and Martelli. We'll take a seat up for the Bulldogs. And uh, so uh, Eli Miller at the line for his third shot. Second time tonight, Altamont going to the line for three shots. So strong, aggressive closeouts by St. Anthony. And Eli goes three for three, 17 to 13. Nice job of setting the lead there. That's 
Sayhe will get it across half court, and he's picked up by Eli Miller. Now Sayhe, speaking of picking it up, he picked it up, and Eli's right in his face. He is over to Fearday, and it's a turnover. Turnover for St. Anthony, and Yarhouse turns around, puts up a jump shot, it's good for Yarhouse. And it's 19-13, a six-point lead, the biggest lead of the night so far for Asimov. And Westendorf picks it up. He gives it over there on the left side uh, to Fearday. Uh, that's Caney. Called a five. Caney has it here on the left side. He spins around. He has that the free throw line. He picked it up. Almost knocked away by Cornette. But again, in the hands of Willenberg. Up top is uh, Caney. Caney now will try to back down Earhart. Earhart. And it's going to be a follow-away jumper. No good. Stay trying to pull down the rebound. And it's into the hands of Earhart. Quickly up, Yarhouse into the front court, stops the tops from the free throw line, in and out, no good for Avery, and rebounded by Sehe. 5.30 to go here in the second quarter. Six-point lead for Altamont now. Trying to do a fast-paced game here in the last minute or two. Yeah, it really has. Caney is down to Weston North here on the left side. He'll dribble inside, puts up the runner off the glass, no good, and rebounded by Earhart. Hamer. Quickly up the floor, uh, hands it off to a Yarhouse. Up top to Ahart. They'll swing it here. Good ball movement for Altamont. And Cornette will have the ball here on the left side. Cornette almost dribbles into a double team, and he stops. He gives it off to Yarhouse. Over to Hamer, and there's going to be a timeout. And Coach Niebury called that one. And so we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont with the lead, 19-13, a 4.53 to go here into the second quarter, and we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball and High School Boys Basketball on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Altamont Community High School. Altamont with the lead 1913. And uh, Mr. Scott Beal did just announce there that the uh, foul was labeled incorrectly on uh, Dylan Elam. And uh, so uh, Dylan uh, take that one off of him and give that to Avery. So we were right. We should just go with our guts. We should. We should. I think that's maybe like the second time in my life I've been, I've been right, Travis. Yeah. My wife tells me I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> all the time here. And happy Valentine's Day as well. There you go. <laughs> Elam, a shot for three, no good. But Coleman's there for the board. Oh, he's back. He the got it. And in. Eric Coleman came to play tonight on senior night. And it's six points for him. And Altamont has the 21-13 lead. Willenberg has it off to uh, Caney. Caney now directing traffic to Martelli. 4.20 to go here in the fir- in the second. As Martelli has it on the right side now. They dump it down low to a save. Save is trying to back down Elam, and he puts it up. Count the basket and the foul. And Griffin Sehe will go to the free throw line for a two. 
or go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. And now Elam has two fouls. Now he picks up the second foul. Good thing I wrote that last one in pin. And Sehi at the line for the end one opportunity. Free throw up and no good, but it is Caney there for the offensive rebound. Out to Fear Day. Shot for a three, no good, but Sehi's there for another offensive rebound. So Altamont leads 21-15, but St. Anthony with a couple of offensive rebound chances will try again. Willenberg with a little ball fake. He had a knocked away momentarily by Phillips. And now Willenberg hands it off there to a fear day. They'll swing things over to Martelli in the left corner. Now Martelli goes back up top, knocked away momentarily by Robinson, but into the hands of Martelli. Martelli was cut off. Now over to fear day, fear day, and Cody Reeker is all the way over here on Altamont's side. My goodness. He was all the way out on the court. He went for three. No good. And it's rebounded by Fear Day. And I have never seen that before in my life. As Cody Reeker was all the way over here and almost was shaking hands with Coach Nienberg and calling a timeout. That should be a technical foul as he crossed half court. And yeah, finally, I... finally they granted the timeout. And St. Anthony finally got the full timeout. I guess it was so loud in here he couldn't hear Coach Rinker calling the timeout, but my goodness, they let it go. And Coach Neymar is not happy about it. He might get a technical himself, but finally Coach School gets him away. So cooler heads prevail there, and we'll take a quick 30. You're listening. Now it's my Indian basketball and Jack FN. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 and North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back here to Altamont Community High School. Altamont leads 21-15. And uh, St. Anthony finally was granted the timeout. And they'll have possession of the basketball after all that craziness. Like I said, Coach Rinker wanted the timeout all the way on the other end of the floor. And the ball got all the way back here in the backcourt, and that's why they're taking it out here. And they, did, they didn't say a bitch warning for Coach out of the box. So. <laughs> I say he was out of the box. Yeah. He was in Coach Nebergy's box. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway. He, he probably forgot where his box was at. I guess so. And then, uh, for, very forgiving here on Valentine's Day. I say he gets over to Martelli on the left side. And now he gets over to Caney. Now to say he in the corner. Now top two, Westendorf. Westendorf tries, puts it up, no good, and it's rebounded by Phillips. Phillips looking to run with it up to Hamer. Hamer puts it up, and it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And it's 23-15. to 15. Quickly the other way, and there's going to be a foul on Altamont. As uh, Caney put up the shot, and I think they're actually going to call on the floor, but it'll be a double bonus anyways. 
so that'll put Denanthony uh, in the double bonus with those 10 fouls. Fouls on Yarhouse, his second team's 10. So Caney will go to the free throw line, and it's in and out, no good. So still 23-15, to 15. Altamont with the lead. And Cornette will return, and Robinson will take a seat here. 2.50 to go here in the first half. And it'll be a, a second free throw up and good for Max Caney. So one for two there. It's 23 to 16. And Yarhouse will get it across the timeline. And get it over to Cornette. Cornette here on the left side. And he puts it up between traffic. No good. And they're going to call a foul on the rebound as Martelli kind of pushed Coleman in the back. And I think that's what they're going to get it on. And Altamont should be shooting one and one. Martelli's first, team seventh. And so Martelli's first, seventh. And a Coleman, free throw line for the one and one. And it's no good. On a three-bounder by Caney. 2.30 to go here in the second. Over to Martelli. Martelli with the ball at the top of the key in between the circles now. And he dribbles to his left. He'll hand off to Westendorf. Now we get over to Caney. Now they find Fearday. Now up top to Martelli. Martelli gives it off, and they'll swing it over to Westendorf in the corner for three. It's off, and rebounded by Hamer. Hamer getting across the timeline. Coming up on two minutes to go. Hamer picked it up as he was in, thought about a spin and gives it off to Yarhouse up top. Yarhouse spins his way inside. Now over to Hamer. Under two to go now. Hamer goes inside. Back out to Phillips. Still full ahead. Peggy drives with up the runner. It's good. Phillips off balance. And Phillips still got it to go. 25-16. That's his first two points of the night. That was a heck of a shot. Nine-point lead. And Martelli gets it and hands it over to a Fearday. Fearday short little bunny. No good. Rebounded by Cornette. Cornette the other way. Had it knocked away by Sehe. And so stay right here with Altamont. With a minute 26 to go. Eli Miller will come in. And Phillips will take a seat with a nice little round of applause and high fives. And Caney took a seat and Willenberg came back in. Hammer gets it in and gets it into Eli. Immediately gets it back off to Hammer. Hammer a little head fake. He'll drive. Gets it off to Cornette. Cornette shot from the wing. Three. No good. Way off. And rebounded by Jonathan Willenberg. Willenberg the other way. Picks it up and gives it off to Westendorf. Westendorf over to Martelli. Martelli now at the volleyball line. Directing traffic. Dribbles to his right. Gives it off to Day. Now they get in the corner to Westendorf. Under a minute to go in the first half. Westendorf drives, and there's going to be a, a violation. I think they say he stepped on the baseline there, and so that'll be uh, out of bounds to Altamont. That's a turnover for St. Anthony. Uh, one thing that uh, both teams have done real well tonight, uh, they haven't turned the ball over. No, not Either very much. St. Anthony has two turnovers, Altamont yeah, not very much at all. And so Hamer will go over to a Cornette. 48 seconds left. Neil Miller here on the left wing. Now you have top of the yard. Shot for a three. It's off. No good. 
and rebounded by Martelli. Martelli goes over to Fearday. Fearday puts it up. No good. Fight for the rebound goes to Coleman. We got 32 seconds left, and they're going to get a reach in on Martelli. As finally, there was bodies hitting the, hitting the deck all over the place, and they're finally going to call it on Michael Martelli reaching in there. Martelli's second teammate. And so Cornette will go to the free throw line to shoot two here. three-pointer in the first quarter, but nothing since. At 31.3 left, one-on-one one for Cornette. They try to extend it to double digits here before the half is over. Cornette, a free throw is good. Almost got it with the hesitation on his free throw, but everyone stayed in the lane there. And he'll get another one. It's a 10-point lead, largest of the night for Altamont, 26-16. to 16. Cornette with his second free throw. And it's no good. And it's going to rebound by Sehi. Outlet pass up to Willenberg. Puts it up, layup, no good. And Coleman pulls down the one-handed rebound and tries to throw it off to Cornette, but he wasn't ready for it. And so it'll stay right here with St. Anthony. And man, Coleman just took that paw up there and, Saved it in the Cornette's hands, but he couldn't handle it. Give him an A for effort. Yeah, Willenberg gets it in the two Caney with 20 seconds left. They go over to Willenberg, and there's going to be a legal screen trying to get Willenberg free. An offensive foul on St. Anthony. Max Caney. And it's 26 to 16 since it was offensive foul. Alphamont just inbound. Phillips will come in and Cornette will get a quick breather. 19 seconds left to go here in the first half. The 10 point lead for the Indians. Hammer will look to walk it across the timeline. He walks it across. He's got 13 seconds left. They get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse back to Hammer with 10 seconds. Yarhouse in the corner for three. It's no good. And it's rebounded by Fearday. Here today with two seconds left. Half court heave is short. And that'll do it for the first half. So after one half of play, it is Altima 26, St. Anthony 16. And we'll be back in a few minutes to take a look at the first half stats as well as we'll try to track down the score or two from around the area as well. 26 to 16, your lead, Altima here at halftime. So we'll be right back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altima Indians Basketball and High School Boys Basketball on Jack FN. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Mm. Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Here at the half, it is Altamont in the lead at 26 to uh, 16. Didn't even realize that with uh, all, of all the excitement there in the uh, second quarter. And it's Anthony only put up a five spot on uh, the uh, board there in the uh, second quarter. So Altamont's defense is really cranking up there in the uh, second quarter. And like both teams aren't shooting the best from uh, from beyond the arc, but. Uh, we'll see how the stats uh, shake out uh, there. But uh, here at the half, it's 26-16, to 16, a lead. as uh, It was a different story, as you figured it might be, uh, than the NTC championship game, as uh, this time uh, St. Anthony got out to a, a good start as they jumped out to the 8-2 to lead. And then uh, Altamont finally got it going, and they would eventually uh, take the lead and have it 13-11 to 11 after one quarter of uh, play. Uh, there and also not a lot of turnovers but a lot of fouls have uh, been happening tonight uh, St. Anthony looks like uh, they got uh, four players in foul trouble right now with uh, two fouls Colin Westendorf has two Caney has two Martelli and Schmidt all have two fouls while on the other side of uh, four Altamont 
Nealon's got two. Yarhouse has got two. Robinson and Earhart all have two fouls there. So a lot of people in uh, foul trouble, or at least with two fouls uh, there. And uh, St. Anthony was put in the bonus fairly early on. And, you know, it was one-on-one bonus, I think, by the end of the first quarter. Uh, but weren't able to uh, take advantage of the uh, free throws opportunity. But uh, they do have three of their points coming from uh, the uh, free throw line uh, there at least. So, uh, and uh, so uh, we uh, will uh, 26-16 uh, here on the half, and uh, we'll um, try to track down some other scores, but while I do that, uh, Dominic, you ready for the stats over there? Yeah, I'm ready for stats here. Travis, how's uh, my lead just to have 26-16. First for Jared Hammer, he was 1-for-1 one from, one from the field. And 0-for-1 from three-point range with two points. Wyatt Phillips, 1-for-2 from the field. And 0-for-1 from three-point range with two points. Eli Miller is 0-for-1 from three-point range. But he uh, got fouled on that three-pointer and made all three. So he's 3-for-3 three three from the free-throw line with three points. Avery Yarhouse is 2-for-4 field. He's 0 for 6 from 3-point range, but he's uh, 3 for 5. Uh, yeah, 3 for 5 from 3-throw line with uh, 7 points. Logan Cornette is 0 for 1 from the field, and 1 for 2 from 3-point range. He's also 1 for 2 from 3-throw line. So, he has 4 points. Tyron Earhart's 1 for 1 from the field with 2 points. Eric Coleman, 3 for 4 from the field. With uh, six points, he's also he's over two from over two from the uh, free throw line. Uh, for Albemarle, so they're eight for fourteen from the field. They're one only one for eight from the three point range, and seven for twelve from the free throw line. Colin Westendorf, he's uh, he's got three points. He's one for four from the field and one for two from the free throw line. Brock Beardy, two for seven from the field and over two from the three point range. One for one from free throw line with five points. Uh, Griffin say he's one for three from the field. No for one from free throw line with two points. Max Keeney is one for one from the field. He's one for two from free throw line with one point. Michael Martelli is one for one from the field. No for one from three point range. Ryan Smith one for one from the field. Over two from four point range. Plays uh, five for six from the free throw line. He's got five points. Jonathan Holmberg. 0 for 1 from the field. Fancy 4 for 14 from the field. 0 for 5 from three-point range. And 8 for 12 from the free-throw line. So, combined, these teams are 1 of 13 from behind the arc tonight, Travis. So, neither neither team hitting very well from behind the arc. They're both pretty doing doing pretty well from uh, the free-throw line. But uh, they're, uh, well, I guess... Combined are 12 out, 12 out of 28 combined from, from the field, so uh, less, less than 50 percent combined for both teams. So we'll see how we'll see how the second half shakes out. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Cody Rinker doesn't have to chase down an official this, this half or get a timeout. Uh, but uh, if he does, he does, I guess. Uh, but I, I would like for another. Uh, Another great, great half of basketball as the uh, you know, Alabama fans are here excited and uh, want to see the Alabama win, beat Stanton the second time. And uh, 
don't know. We have to go have to go back in the record books, or I would. But, you know, probably the last time that's going to be Sandy twice, twice in the season. So it doesn't it doesn't happen very often. And when it does happen, it's you know pretty special. So uh, hopefully they can do that here here tonight, and uh, we'll see what happens here in the second half. And uh, so uh, here at the half, it's Altamont leading 26 to uh, 16 against St. Anthony. Again, this is all important because uh, the uh, regular season uh, implications for conference is on the line. If uh, Altamont would win this, uh, basically uh, clinch the uh, NPC as the only game is against Windsor Seastraws, but they would only have, I guess, Technically, they would have to. It doesn't matter what they would do in that game, and they would only have one loss, even if they would uh, fall there on a Thursday night. Uh, but uh, St. Anthony, uh, they would obviously have to win this one, and uh, then uh, see what happens there on a Thursday uh, for Alpine and with two straws. So, uh, so conference implications definitely on the line tonight here as uh, the uh, famous. Altamont Drumline is uh, performing here at halftime for the uh, final time here on a steer night and uh, doing a fabulous job as always and uh, getting a standing ovation here from this capacity crowd. And no wonder why Coach Drinker couldn't get the timeout from the official on the sidelines. This place is very loud in here with this capacity crowd uh, that we have uh, going on here at Altamont Community High School. Definitely, definitely is very loud, and out of my drum line playing down to the very last second. Very last second. And uh, so uh, we're back to the live action here at St. Anthony. We'll start off with the basketball. They'll be going right to left on your radio dial here. Say he puts it up. It's no good. And Coleman's going to fight for the rebound, and he's going to get it. Quick outlet pass to Robinson as Altamont will go left to right on your radio dial. And it's a three-pointer good for Mason Robinson as they hit the trailer in transition, and it's 29-16, 13-point lead uh, for Altamont. Martelli gets it over to Fearday. Fearday gets a hard screen from Caney. Fearday puts it up. He was cut off. Now they get over to Westendorf. Westendorf at the top. He gets it off to Martelli. Martelli getting another screen there by Caney. Now he has it at the top. Now goes over to uh, Fearday. Fearday trying to give it to Caney. It's a little lazy pass. It was nearly stolen away, and it finally is stolen away. Coleman comes away with it. Now Yarhouse up the other way. Layup, no good. Coleman with the furrow. Yes, sir. Eric Coleman with two more points on the follow, and it's 31-16. to 16. Coleman's got eight. Say he's going to be open for three. It's good. Tough luck for St. Anthony in the first half when they knock that one down, and it's 31-19. Or one for one and a half. Already off to a better start. Robinson tries for the circus layup. No good, but he is going to be fouled. So Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line to shoot two. Question on, who will it be on? Fouls on Mike Koenig, his third, team's first of the half. So Mike Koenig, imagine probably sit down here after the free throw. He's got three. Robinson free throw up is good. He's got three, Ryan Smith, Jonathan Willenberg, and Paul Westerberg all have two as well for St. Anthony. Yeah, and uh, Schmidt comes in uh, for him as Kenny takes a seat. And uh, so Robinson will be at the line for a second. One, two for two there 
for Mason. Five quick points to start off the half for Mason Robinson, and it's 33-19. to Altamont with the advantage, 6.30 to go here in the third. And almost stolen away by Robinson, but he reached in, and that's going to be uh, his third foul. Third foul, he's first of the half. So Logan Cornette will come in, and Robinson will have to take a seat with those three fouls. ABR out, Dylan Leelum, and Connor Earhart also have two fouls each for Altamont. Martelli drives, and he gets off to Westendorf. Westendorf getting a screen there by Schmidt, and they'll hand off to Fearday. Fearday with a screen by Sehe, and he's cut off. It's Fearday. He's looking for someone to pass to. Gives it off finally to Schmidt. Schmidt gives it back to Fearday. Fairday up top. He's looking to do something with it. He's looking to go up against Coleman. And it was denied. And out back out to Martelli. Martelli here on the right wing. And now he's dribbling here on the arc. They dump it down low to Sayi. Sayi turnaround jumper fading away. No good. And rebounded by Elam. Elam looking to push. Elam looking to go coast to coast. Layup left it short. And it was knocked out. And it stays off of a bulldog. So it stays right here with Altamont. And uh, so it'll be uh, inbound there on the uh, sideline, I believe. And uh, say he's having a little uh, issue with his little uh, thumb wrap that he has. Maybe it come apart. So he'll have to take a seat, and Willenberg will have to come in for him. And so uh, Elam will inbound there on the sideline to Cornette, and they'll immediately get back to Elam. And he'll have it here at the volleyball line. Get a screen by Hammer. Elam backdoor cuts. The yard house over the corner to Hammer. Extra pass to Cornette. Shot for three. Is off. And rebound goes to Willenberg for St. Anthony. Quickly up to a fear day. Fear day spinning around against Cornette. Now back up to Schmidt. Coming up on five minutes to go here in the third. Martelli. That's the screen there from Schmidt. They're trying to get it to him. It was denied by Hammer. But St. Anthony gets possession back. Willenberg hands it off to Westendorf. Westendorf now picks it up at the free throw line, looks to get it off. He gets it off to Fearday, nearly poked away by Cornette. But Fearday still with the ball. Shoots against two defenders, puts it up, and they're going to call a foul. And so Brock Fearday will go to the free throw line, shooting two here. Much to Coach Neuberg's dismay. Eric Coleman, his second, team second. So Brock Fearday will shoot two. And it's good. Only the fifth point for Brock tonight. Or only the fourth point. Earhart will come in and Coleman will take a seat. And that is the sixth point. Can't read my own writing. That's two for two there for a fear day, and quickly up for Altamont, and it's going to be an offensive rebound by Cornette. It's up and good. And it's 35-21. And it's going to be Schmidt driving in the hole, puts it up, no good, and it's rebounded by Hamer. Quick outlet pass up to Elam, layup good! For Dylan Elam, it's good. Hey, Coach Rinker wants a timeout. 
37-21, your lead. Altamont rises to their feet, and Coach Rinker wants to talk about it. And so we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 37-21, a biggest lead of the night for Altamont. Coach Rieger had to call that T.O. And St. Anthony trying to get something going. And Schmidt drives, puts it up, and he can't finish through contact. But uh, Ryan Schmidt will go to the free throw line to shoot two here. Immediately being aggressive to the basket. Yeah, also knowing who that was against, uh, and Earhart having those two fouls, too. And so Schmidt got the first one to go. He's got six, and it's 37-22. Phillips returned on that uh, timeout break and uh, made them both for Schmidt. 37-23. Hamer got it picked off, trying to get it back to Elam, and it was picked off by Westendorf up and in. And uh, so a quick four points there for St. Anthony. It's 37-25. Yarhouse trying to answer the three. Yes! Count it, and the foul. Hit the three-pointer, and Avery's going to go to the line for the unconventional four-point play. Second strong closeout tonight for Martelli. And Avery's going to go to the line for the fourth shot. Fouls on number 35, Michael Martelli, his third, team second. And it's 40-25. And house free throw up, and it's good. Four-point play for Avery. He's got 11, and it's 41-25. The lead continues to grow for Altamont. 3.45 to go here in the third. Martelli just picks up that a third foul, has it over to Sehi, who's back into the game. Now they get it over to Martelli. He'll drive baseline, put up the layup, short, and rebounded by Earhart. Phillips, quickly in the front court. He picks it up, gives it off to Earhart. Swinging over to Yarhouse here on the right wing. Now Yarhouse trying to stutter step with it. He dribbles to his left, gives off to Phillips. Phillips. Trying to back down his man. He'll pick it up. Trying to pass it off. And, and it's going to be knocked away by Sehe. And it's stolen away. Martelli up. Layup. Count the basket and the foul. And one for Michael Martelli. And he'll go to the free throw line for the three-point play. How my fans don't like that call. That's Michael Martelli. First two points of the game. And uh, it was also Elam's third foul, and Eli Miller out to check in for him. Yeah, Dylan Elam's third foul, team fourth and a half. Martelli's uh, second three, or first free throw is good. So he completes the three point play. It's 41 to 28 now. 
Phillips is double teamed and another turnover right in the hands of Westendorf. Westendorf puts it up, count the basket and another. And one opportunity for St. Anthony. And this time it's Colin Westendorf. Well, on to Eli Miller, his first team fifth. Wow, St. Anthony making, chipping away at the lead here, making a small comeback. And Phillips will take a seat and Mason Robinson will come back in and they keep doing it with this backcourt pressure is causing some Altamont turnovers, and then they're converting these and ones. Westendorf does just that. And uh, so they're going to get a, a foul there on the inbound pass for St. Anthony. And uh, so... Malcolm Griffin-Say is second, team third. And uh, so it'll be a Yarhouse inbounding just below us. 2.57 to go. It's a 10-point game all of a sudden. Robinson trapped, and now he's over to Yarhouse. They finally break the pressure. Now Yarhouse, step back, three-pointer, yes! Three-pointer, step back, variety for Avery. He's got 14, and it's 44-31. He was 0 for 6 from 3 in the first half so far. He's 2 for 2 in the second half. Hey, shooter, shoot, man. You know that's what he's doing. And that's over to Westendorf. Westendorf drives on Yarhouse. He puts it up, and there's going to be another foul. And uh, so it'll go back to the free throw line. Shoot it too. It's Colin Westendorf again. And a free throw is good. Nothing but nylon there for Westendorf. And it's 44 to 32. Martelli. Thought he was going to take a seat, but no, he's just going to get a water. And Coleman comes back in, and Earhart will get a break. Wessonorf, two for two there for Colin Wessonorf. He has eight now. It's 44-33. And Coleman has it, and they get it back to Eli Miller. He's over to Robinson, and he'll be the one bringing it up. Taking it on. Say he gives off to Eli Miller. 2.20 to go in the third. Eli. Picks up his dribble now, looks to pass it off to Coleman. He finds him, and now Coleman drives. Now back out to Eli with a little head fake. He drives inside and tried to dish it off to Coleman, and it's going to be stolen away by St. Anthony. As it was Schmidt coming through traffic. He goes coast to coast. Charge! It's a charge. Offensive foul on St. Anthony, on a Schmidt. All right, Schmidt is third. He's fourth. And uh, so a turnover back to Altamont on the offensive foul. And we'll wipe up the sweat down there. Hammer will take a seat, and Elam will come back in. And we got a new player coming in uh, for uh, St. Anthony. Alertson checks in uh, for the Bulldogs. He's uh, going deep into the bench tonight for St. Anthony and nearly knocked it away. And it's going to be off of the Coleman, and they say, and it'll be a St. Anthony basketball. But the, uh, I thought this other official was going to come in and say that it was the other way, but they're going to give it to St. Anthony instead. It was off of Coleman. So it'll be St. Anthony ball. So they trail 44-33. Bulldogs have it. They is over to Westendorf. A minute 50 to go here in the third. And they get it off to a fear day. Fear day, mid-range jumper, no good. And rebounded by Elam. 
Snatches it out of the air. A minute 40 to go here in the third. 44-33. Elam has it here at the free throw line over to your house. He fakes and now he drives and gets it back off to Elam. Shot in the corner for three. In and out. No good. And it's rebounded by Westendorf. He's looking to do something with it. And Lurkson gets in and out of his hands. So it'll be a turnover back to Altamont. They're trying to quickly run the fast break there. And Coach Niebuhr wants a timeout. And Logan Cornett also is checking in. But before that, St. Anthony or Altamont got the TO. So we'll take a quick uh, 30 second timeout. 44 33, a minute 24 to go here in the third. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and high school boys basketball on Jack FM. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School as it's 44 to 33. Altamont with the lead, and Coach Nibri took that last time out. And uh, they'll get it in to Robinson as Cornette wasn't looking at it momentarily, but just as he snapped his head around, he caught the ball. So fortunate there. Yarhouse for three. Yes! Another one. Three for three in the second half for Avery. It's 47-33. Martelli fires it over to Lurson, and that's going to be out of bounds, and it's going to go over to Altamont. Maybe trying to go too quickly there. And a turnover back to Altamont. Turnover is really piling up for both teams now. Fairly clean in the first half. A minute to go, and Avery's going to pick up his dribble here in the backcourt, and so that's going to be a travel, so it'll be back to St. Anthony. That's that's Alamont's sixth turnover, second half. With exactly a minute to go, and they get it in, say he gets it over to Fearday. Fearday drives, puts it around, Coleman up and in for Brock Fearday. And 47-35, I have him down for nine. And Robinson gets it over to Cornette. Cornette puts it up in the paint. No good, but he is fouled. So Logan Cornette will go to the free throw line here to shoot two. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here. Uh, Cornette made that first free throw, and he'll get another one. He's Logan seven on the night. Robinson will take a seat, and Elam will come back in and 
Also making it 48-35 with 42.1 left to go here in the third. As uh, Cornette will have another one coming. That one on uh, Lorenzen. And the Cornette second free throw is good. And he's got eight. And Phillips will check in and Cornette will take a seat. And uh, 42.1 seconds left. And uh, they'll get it over to a fear day now. Say will bring it up with 35 seconds left. And uh, say he has that at the uh, volleyball line. And now they'll go down low and they'll tie up Lawrence and uh, Coleman. And they'll also the possession here. We'll get it over to Altamont. And the R-House will quickly come in, and Eli will take a seat. 29 seconds left. Another sub as Robinson hops off the bench, and they'll get Phillips a rest. And Elam will look to get it in. Gets it in the two Robinson. 28 seconds there in the third. As Elam will get it across half court. He's immediately trapped. Gives over to Yarhouse, shot for three, no good. And it's rebounded by Robinson, though. Avery's first miss from beyond the arc this half. Avery has it at the top of the key. He's double teamed now, nine seconds left. He picked up his dribble. He's looking for someone to pass who gets off to Hamer with five seconds left. Hamer dribbling over to Robinson for three. Yes! Three-pointer to close out the third. Wow. Mason Robinson nailed the three. And that's how you end a third quarter, 52 to 35. Altamont with a commanding lead after three. And we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack FN. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont and Effingham to see a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here at the Altamont Community High School. Start of the fourth quarter, 52-35. to 35. Big third quarter by Altamont there from the points department. Offensive explosion there. And Katie will try to start an answer with a three, and it's no good. And there's a foul, and a bunch of players are beating and banging, and they're going to get that one on St. Anthony. Take your pick on who the foul was on. They're going to give it on Westendorf, it looks like. That's his third, team six. 26 points by Altamont there in the third quarter. And Hammer will get it into the front court now. 
Hammer dribbles inside, puts up the runner, in and out, no good. Coleman fighting for the board, and they're going to call a holding uh, call, and uh, they're going to say that was actually on uh, Coleman, it looks like. And uh, because that's the 17th foul, we're shooting one-on-one free throws. Third, yet team seven. And so Schmidt will go to the line for one and one. Hill, Elam, Avery, Yarhouse, Mason Robinson, Pioneer, Art, Eric Coleman, all with three fouls for Schmidt made the free throw. Good. I'm down for eight points, and all eight have come from the line. They'll get another one. It makes it 52 to 36. Santa trails, and that's two for two. So all nine have come from the line. 52 to 37. Santa trailing here with 7.30 to go here in the final quarter. Robinson getting it over to Hamer. Hamer now over to Robinson. He's going to be double teamed and back out to Hamer. Hamer at the top of the key. Gives over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, Hamer, touch pass to Coleman. Coleman, and now as Altamano will run some clock here and get it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse, he dribbles to his left, gives it over to Elam. Now Robinson with it. He'll draw a double, and they're going to call a foul on St. Anthony. Trying to reach in there, and as Robinson was going by, and so Robinson will go to the free throw line for one and one. Say he is third, he's seven. And Robinson will be at the line for one and one. Free throw up and in and out. No good. So he doesn't get another one. Rebounded by Fearday. Seven minutes to go here in the game as it's going to be Schmidt driving by Hamer. Puts it up. Layup is good for Ryan Schmidt. Finally makes his first field goal. And Coach Rinker wants a timeout there. And so we'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening to high school basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School. 52 to 39 is here for Altamont with the advantage here with 6.53 to go here in the game. That is a huge third quarter there by Altamont has kind of sprung this game wide open. That is 20, 26 points. Anthony's 19. Like I said, 45 points total between the two teams in one quarter. Wow, high-scoring affair here tonight in this NTC battle. As Altamont gets it in, and Elam will split the double team. He'll drive all the way, puts up the layup, no good. But he is going to be fouled, so Dylan Elam will go to the free throw line here. Shooting two. Foul on Max Peter gets four. And Elam will be at the line for two. He only got two points so far tonight. Looking for number three, and it's good. 
wanted to come out, but it fell down softly. 53 to 39. And Elam, second free throw on the way is good. Super two there. Salem's got four. Martellio will come back in, and Caning will have to take a seat with those four fouls. 54 to 39, Altamont with the lead. As it's Schmidt with the basketball. He's up top to Westendorf. Westendorf in the paint. Puts up the shot. Count the basket and the foul. Another and one opportunity for Colin Westendorf. And count the basket. And Garhouse is going to pick up that foul. Four, eight, 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 foul. So that makes it 54 to 41, the score. And Westendorf will be at the line for the and one. Garhouse will take a seat with those four fouls, and Cornette will check in. And so, Westendorf having a big second half so far. And we'll see if he continues that. It's in and out. No good. Took a couple bounces off the rim, and they say it was off of Schmidt, so it's going to be out of bounds foul tomorrow. So Elam will take over, and he'll be the one inbounding it for the Indians. They get into Cornette. They split the double team out to Hammer. Hammer up to Coleman. Coleman's underneath the basket, puts up the hook. No good. And it's going to be two free throws for Coleman as Anthony fouled him in the act of shooting there. Fouls on number 23, Griffin Sahe. That's his four. That's the four foul party. And Coleman will be at the line. Free throw up, and it's good. Got nine, 55 to 41. 6.25 to go in the game. And Coleman. Second free throw on the way is around the world. It's down. Takes the senior around the world bounce. And in, 56-41. Altamont with the lead. And it's Kane, or it's Schmidt. Giving it over to Martelli. Now Fierde fires from three. It's off. And fight for the rebound. And they're going to be an over and back on St. Anthony. And so we'll walk the other way to shoot more free throws. Uh, about the number 31, Ryan Smith. His fourth, team 10. Sahi, Katie, Schmidt all have four fouls for St. Anthony, and Avery Yarhouse got four fouls as well. And Cornette will be at the line. Hesitation free throw up is no good, but he's going to get two opportunities as a double bonus. So Logan will get another one. Still a 56-41 game. 6-10 to go in the game. Cornette's second free throw up, and that one's good. One for two there for Cornette. He's got nine, 57 to 41. 16 point lead for the Indians. Martelli has that at the top of the key, is over in the middle of the D. A two state jumper is good. Mid range jumper at 57 43. Outlet pass left to Coleman, and he lowered his head a little bit, and he's going to get a call with the offensive foul. And. Uh, Taking the offensive foul there was Schmidt. 
So Coleman will join the four foul party. His four team ninth. And he's an offensive foul, so no free throws. And uh, they have to wipe up the perspiration as Schmidt hit the deck and Anything will take over Lee, or they trail here 57 43, 554 to go here in the game. So, Ben Anthony trying to hang around and anything can happen. And also, one more foul. Both teams will be in the double bonus. So, one thing to look out for there. Martelli will get it across the timeline. He'll hand off to Fear Day. Fear Day with a little fake handoff. And he'll get over back to Martelli on the left side. Martelli gets a screen by Firday. Now they'll get it over to Schmidt, and he'll get called for a travel. Turnover by St. Anthony. We'll give it back to Altamont. We got that Sandy's fourth of the half, six, six overall. We got Altamont seven, so the teams haven't really been turned the ball over. They've just been fouling a lot. They have, yeah. Uh, Lawrenson will come in uh, for St. Anthony as... Schmidt was the one who took a seat. Elam will get it in. They're right in front of the St. Anthony uh, bench. Now Hamer has it trying to get it across half court. And they trap him as soon as he gets it across the timeline. He is off to Robinson. Fires cross court to Cornette. Cornette with a little couple fakes. He'll drive baseline. He's doubled. And he passes back out to Hamer. And Hamer back over to Elam. Elam. Dribbles to his left, and he goes all the way to the hole. No good, and there's going to be a blocking foul on a St. Anthony. And a Dylan Elam will be shooting, too. That foul's on Brenton uh, for Santy, his, uh, his second. Elam, free throw up and good. 58 to 43. Now Smile with the advantage. Schmidt in. Risen sits down. And Elam's his second free throw on the way up. And it's good. Two for two there for Elam. Four for four from the line in this quarter. And uh, Schmidt quickly the other way. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson quickly up the floor. He's going to take it himself. Layup. It's good. Count the basket. And the foul. For Mason Robinson, push the pace, and Robinson will go to the line for the N one. Martelli's fourth makes it sixty-one to forty-three. Five oh four to go, and Robinson's N one free throw is good. Robinson has eleven here in the second half alone. And the largest lead of the night for Altamont is 62-43. to 43. And they get it over to Fear Day for three. It was wide open, no good. And Westendorf and Cornette fighting for the board. And they're going to all jump ball. Alternate possession arrow will give it to the Indians. And Elam will look to get in just below us here. They get in to Robinson. Robinson now over to Hamer, 4.45 to go. Hamer picked up his dribble. He's doubled, and now over to Robinson. They find Elam. Elam holding on to the basketball. Here comes the five-second uh, count, and now Elam 
dribbles out more towards the timeline. And he'll dribble to his left side. He picked up as it was cut off. Now over to Hamer. And they get over to Cornette. Cornette drives. He puts up the runner through traffic. No good. And rebounded by Westendorf. Westendorf gets it across the half court. Gives over Mattel. He's wide open for a three in the corner. Back iron. No good. Long rebound goes to Dylan Elam. Coming up on four minutes to go in the game. 19-point lead of four. Altamont Robinson drives. Layup. Good for Mason Robinson. He's got 13 in this second half. Knocked away by Cornette. So it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with St. Anthony. And now it's 64 to 43. 3.51 to go. I see some on the St. Anthony side heading for the exit. Including the dog pound. And Westendorf gets it in to Martelli. Shot for three. Back iron, no. But it is rebounded by Fearday. Say he's going to try his luck at a long three. It's also no good. And rebounded by Hammer. And Elam will be the one crossing half-court line with the ball. Stolen from behind. Picked his pocket. Westendorf layup. Good. Or Colin Westendorf. It's 64-45. to I got that down to his third steal of the game for Colin Westendorf. Yeah. As he just took it right from behind. Uh, Elon didn't even know he was there. No, he didn't. Robinson with the ball at the volleyball line. He spins around Say over into the corner of the yard house. And he'll just pass it over to Hammer and run some clock. And Elam with it now. He had it knocked away. And it's going to be uh, four. And Elam's going to come away with it. He rustles it away from Schmidt. And Elam drives. Layup. Good. Layup. Contested. Layup for Elam. Is good. And it's 66 to 45. And it's going to be a two-point basket by Colin Westendorf again. And it's going to be a reach-in foul there on the Bulldogs. And uh, say he knew it, so he's going to go to the bench because he has fouled out. Our first foul out of the game. Yep. And he'll go to the line and Chuck's his thumb wrap that he had, the brand new one that he had put on. And uh, Elam and Earhart will take a seat. Coleman will come in, and Robinson will be at the line. Robinson's first free throw up, and it's good. 14 points for Robinson. And it's a 20-point game, 67-47. 2.37 to go in the game. Robinson, second free throw, also good. Two for two there. Yeah, 15. Eli Miller comes in, and Mason Robinson will check out probably for the final time here on a seer night. You get the nice applause there. Martelli will get it across half court. Altamont with the lead, 68-47. Weston or uh, Fearday takes a shot, no. But a three-bounded by Willenberg. His turnaround jumper in the lane is good for Jonathan Willenberg. His first two points. It's 68-49. Phillips also came in, and he has the ball, and he gets over to Hamer with 2.10 to go. And uh, Phillips goes over to his left now to Eli Miller. Eli Miller has up top. Now he's over to Hamer. Hamer 
With it on the right side, under two to go. Over to Wyatt. Wyatt, cross-court pass to Eli Miller. Minute 50 to go in the game. Hoffman fans can't feel it. As they start to make some noise again. Lots of cheer for here in the second half. And Eli Miller gets over to Coleman. He's going to fire a three. Oh, oh good. Can't get it to fall. And a rebounded there by Westendorf. Westendorf puts it up, and it's going to be a free throw coming for St. Anthony. And so Colin Westendorf will go to the line. That was on Wyatt Phillips, his first. Team 10. Yeah, so a double bonus, even if it wasn't shooting. So Colin Westendorf will be at the line. Free throw on the way is good. It's at 68 to 50. Coleman will get a nice round of applause here on senior night. And uh, so he'll check out. And Earhart back in. Free throw is good uh, there by Weston North. Two for two. He's got 16. And it's 68 51. 1 31 to go in the game. And they get it over to, and it's stolen away. A Schmidt layup up and in for Ryan Schmidt. Another steal off an inbound. It's 68-53. We're not done yet. And Coach Nebery is the one who calls the timeout. Minute 21 to go in the game. 68-53. Anthony not going away quietly. So we'll be back in 30. Let's say no high school boys basketball here on Jack FN. George. George. What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. 68-53, a minute 21 to go in the game. And uh, there was a, a timeout there by uh, Coach Nebrigge. as has been kind of a couple of the seals on some inbound passes here, and that's what they're going to talk about and work on. Our house easily gets it in to Hammer. Hamer gets it across half four. We're to Phillips, a minute 15 to go. He's double teamed, and there's going to be almost a steal, but Robinson dribbles out of trouble and gives over to Hamer. Hamer with a minute to go in the game. Yarhouse over to Earhart. Now back to Yarhouse here on the left side. He dribbles in, puts up a layup short, rebounded by Martelli. We're under a minute to go. Martelli all the way, layup is no good. It rolled off the rim, and Fearday can't grab it, and Robinson finally secures it for Altamont. Run out over to Yarhouse, layup is good. Count the basket, and the foul. A little extra for Avery Yarhouse. And he'll go to the line for the end one opportunity. 70 to 53, 42 seconds left, See the subs coming in on four Altamont, Ada McManaway, Caden Davis, Alec Yarhouse, Nate Simke, and Keegan Schultz will 
check in, and they're actually going to leave Allie Garhouse out there and probably sub in for his brother after he makes his free throw. Oh, we still got Avery's free throw to come. That puts a lot of pressure on Avery to make this. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> Avery makes the free throw, and Alec Yarhouse's brother will check in for him, and Yarhouse will get a round of applause there and a finish with 18 points on senior night. 71-53. Bulldogs also unloaded the benches. we got a Brody... Uh, Hatton coming in. Renzen also came back in. We also got Will Fearday coming in. And uh, Nick Ruhal as well in there. And uh, this is Sam Leak. He puts up the shot. Good. But Sam Leak gets in the scorebook. 71-55. McManaway will bring it up. And when he crosses half court, all Altamont will have to do is run it out. And Yarhouse, that's Alec Yarhouse with the ball. He'll hand off to McManaway. Ten seconds left. And Altamont, when the final buzzer sounds, 71-55. They beat St. Anthony twice in the same season. They take the NTC championship, and they take the regular season finale as well. One more NTC game to go. But this puts Altamont at 6-0 in the conference and well on their way to clinching an outright conference title here in the regular season. And it's 71 of 55, your final Altamont with the winner. And uh, they are 24 and 4. And uh, St. Anthony, they are 18 and 12 now in the season. And 6 and 2, they'll finish up in the NTC as their final game will be against Casey. So happy senior night for the seniors. As Altamont wins this one, 71-55 over St. Anthony. And uh, so we'll be back in a moment to recap this one and break it all down and give you the final stats and try to track down a score or two. Didn't see a whole lot from around the area at halftime, so maybe uh, they've updated some scores there. But final here, Altamont takes it, 71-55. We'll be back in a few minutes to wrap this one up. And you're listening to Altamont. Indian basketball and high school boys basketball here on Jack FM. George, George, what's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's Marjorie. It's gone. It's gone. I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. 
Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 150 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Final score of tonight. Altamont wins 71-55 over St. Anthony. And they announced on the PA is 54 years. Is that right? Did I hear that right? I thought it said 43. 43 years. I knew I didn't hear it right. You were the man to catch that. 43 years, first time. I, I knew I knew it had been probably a long time. An outright conference title for Altamont. So uh, we do have one more game against Windsor's too strong, but no one else, even if they happen to fall in that one, no one else has more than one loss. So uh, it's a conference championship, regular season for uh, the Altamont Indians. And that's uh, one of the big goals that they want to check off every year. And uh, they check this one off here. And it was emphatic fashion there in the second half as, uh, really pulled away there in the third quarter, put some distance between them and the Bulldogs, and and they eventually ended up going on to win 71 to 55, and the big to bounce back after that loss on Saturday, and uh, getting right back after a year to start off the last week of the regular season, and this game and winning two straws, and that's it, and uh, the postseason will begin on a Saturday, uh, right here in Altamont as well against Mulberry Grove. But uh, this was an absolutely uh, different story uh, from uh, last time around in the NTC uh, Championship as they actually got off to uh, the uh, good start and then Altamont uh, battled back and uh, they ended up leading at 10 at halftime. Uh, but then they really uh, poured it on offensively in the 
uh, third quarter. 26 big points for the Indians offensively uh, for them. And uh, that was one of the things that really uh, sparked them. And Avery Yarhouse uh, going three for three at one point uh, there after not making a three in the uh, first half and uh, getting them going there in the third quarter. Robinson also uh, came up huge in the second half offensively and uh, just uh, an overall uh, great game by the uh, seniors and a great win uh, here tonight over St. Anthony. And uh, Alcamon wins at 71-55 and proving to 24-4 overall, 6-0 and in the NTC. St. Anthony falling here. 18 and 12 on the year and a 6 and 2 in the NTSC this year and again this night was their final conference game as they'll close it out with Casey before the postseason gets underway and programming note that the game was supposed to play on a Friday for Altamont and with just two straws but instead that game will be played on Thursday so we'll have that coverage for you a little day early uh, thought we were going to be on Friday, but now it'll be on uh, a Thursday. Uh, there are a couple of days rest, or like a day rest, basically, uh, before the uh, postseason begins. And uh, so uh, we'll have coverage for you no matter what here on the uh, postseason run. As long as Altamont will be playing, we'll keep on going, keep on trucking. And uh, it could mean a couple of games in Nokomis uh, as well. So uh, Altamont comes away with a win tonight. 71 to uh, 55 over uh, St. Anthony, and a lot of fouls there in the second half. It was kind of a slow-moving game uh, as well. It seemed like that third quarter took forever, but uh, it doesn't matter how long it takes it's, uh, as long as it comes away uh, with the win, and that's how Altamont did. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what Altamont did. They came, they came away with the win, and... Uh, Sure, Coach Eber, you'd be happy as I see him making his way up here. But uh, he was running over here. He was. He, he knew he was late. <laughs> he was excited to talk talk to you, Travis. I don't know. Maybe. I bet you. I bet think you, it's. I you think it's a lot. I don't know if it's that, but uh, we'll get, we'll get him uh, here on of the headsets here as he uh, hustles uh, over here, and we'll get him on the uh, headset. And uh, Coach will. Bring in here, congratulations on uh, the W, and uh, one of the big goals at the start of the season is always the NTC crown. I know we got one more game to go, but big one, big one left. But this was a big one too. You know, this is always, always the road. You know, the the hurdle that we got to go through yeah. towards the end of the year. I've gone six and zero in this game quite often, and then you know, Sandy kind of bites us. But uh, yeah, we got it was a good win, good NTC win. You know, uh, uh, it. I hope not see him again because I know it's going to be hard beating him three times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know they're 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 a really good team. Uh, they're they're you know they scared they scared the dog dog maneuver out of me. <laughs> like they they're just good. Like I was I was worried about the dads wondering how we were going to respond after uh, the Scola game. Um, I thought the boys really came together, uh, put the loss behind them, and and got the victory. Right, yeah, that's a, a good point. It was a huge to bounce back uh, tonight and uh, put that uh, loss uh, behind you. Uh, and, you know, Tuscola making all those threes, same thing wasn't quite uh, there uh, from that perspective. And you also uh, ramped up the defense in the second quarter uh, as well, only holding them to five points in that quarter 
uh, was huge to get you started, and then I kind of jump-started you in the third quarter. Yeah, we locked down defensively a little bit. You know, we've talked about it all year. Our defense starts our offense. Um, you know, I thought Logan Cornette did a really good job defensively on pier day when he came into the ball game, and I thought that was the key, you know. The, the, they, they did a really good job of kind of backing us down and jumping into us. You know, I didn't necessarily think all of them were fouls. Um, I thought we played even better defense. And, uh, I honestly, you know, I'm not saying they weren't fouls, I, you know, or they bailed they bailed them out. But to just saying he's really good at, you know, drawing contact. And we talked about that the very first game. Like, they get within four feet, they're going to score or get fouled. Um, and uh, they kind of did that a little bit tonight. And uh, But – you know, defensively, we were kind of back to our where we were, you know, before the Tuscola game. So I'm really proud of the boys for that. And then uh, an offensive explosion there in the third quarter. I right? down for 26 points in the quarter. It was uh, kind of sparked by Avery Yarhouse. He uh, struggled a little bit from beyond the arc, but we always say shooter shoot. Yep. And that's exactly what uh, Avery did. And he came out three for three to uh, start it off. And then uh, Robinson also had a big third quarter. Uh, as well to kind of propel you there in the third. Yeah, you know, we we tell Avery, we, it's funny you say that because that's, that's what we told him, shoot or shoot, don't think about the next one, or don't, you know, forget about the last one and keep shooting. Um, yeah. You know, we trust Avery shooting the basketball. Uh, even early on when he was missing it, some of our offensive rebounds got us baskets too, so um, that's you know, that's part of it. That's part of our offense, and, and, and Mason Mason can get downhill with the best of them and, uh, you know, hit a big shot there at the end of the quarter and kind of stretch the lead out. It's also a big to get a win here on a senior night uh, as well with the, the packed uh, house uh, tonight. So uh, honored the seven seniors and were able to get each one of them kind of their little kind of moments and got them taken out uh, there at the very end. Uh, and uh, so that was nice to celebrate the, the seniors tonight. Yeah, this night was about them. Um, you know, those seven guys, have, they've been a huge part of this program. Um, I, you know, this is my 11th year, so you're thinking these kids were five, six years old when I came into their lives, and you know, um, I didn't know them from Adam, but man, they're like they're they're, they're like sons to me. Um, each one of them is, each one of them is special in their own way. Uh, you know, they all do something different, and they, that's what makes this, this seven a great a team. You know, they they are a great team. They they bond. Uh, you know, there was some there was some bickering after the Tesco game, but you know. It only went as far as that. So they came back and they came together like they, you know, like brothers, basically. Uh, you know, it happens happens in a family sometimes. You yeah. know, so yeah, these seven seniors and I, I would I would list each one individually, but I almost think of them as a group. They're just that fantastic. I, like I could start whoever. You know, it's so easy who I, who I can start. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the seniors: uh, Jared Hammer, Wyatt Phillips, Yarhouse, uh, Avery Yarhouse, Mason Robinson, Logan Cornette, kind of Earhart, and Eric Coleman. Yeah, the the seven uh, that you're talking about there. Logan's our defensive guy. We know he's he he, he almost got the chain tonight. How well he played. Um, Hammer's steady. Like he's just yep. he can he he can go turbo mode and just go by anybody. And uh, mm-hmm. you know he got the chain because he's our leading rebounder for a five ten kid. Um, he did have a lot of yeah. Um, you know Mason's Mason. He's one through four type guy. He can do everything. He's a stat filler. Avery's our shooter. Eric, Eric's our Eric's our Eric's our guy underneath. He's just a bruiser, and you know, Kynan Kynan's our stretch four. Kynan's been playing well, you know, lately. So it's been it's been awesome. And uh, who am I missing? And Wyatt coming back. Wyatt, he, he got 15 minutes tonight. Wyatt can score. He's the game. He's catch the game speed's catching up a little bit to him. So uh, we'll get him back going here soon. So yeah, these guys are awesome. Wyatt can score. There's you know they all do something different. So I love them. I love them to death. I think I saw a photo of the 
youngsters though in their younger days. Uh, yeah, they have yeah. Uh, they've been at camps. So. All, they've been at camps all these years, so it's been awesome to see <laughs> so, the growth. So, uh, absolutely huge win here tonight uh, for the conference uh, title, and uh, got one more game to go on a Thursday against one of the two straws to close out the regular season. And they're good. They're real good. The Wittenbergers are real good. They got another shooter, Cheney. Man, no, they, you got to guard them on the perimeter. So we're hopefully using some of our size and some of our depth to kind of get them going. <laughs> and uh, they uh, – so uh, – but it's going to be a tough one. You know, at their place, uh, two straws. Uh, so mm-hmm. so it would be a good one for hopefully go 8-0. All right, Coach. Well, I'll let you go. Thank and you. Celebrate. Right. And Thank we'll you. talk to you again on Thursday. So – I uh, appreciate uh, Coach for coming up here after uh, the uh, win, and we'll get uh, Dominic back here on the headsets, and we'll read off some stats, and we'll um, we'll get out of here. All right, problem off. First of all, for uh, Jared Hammer, he was one for two from the field and zero for one from three point range with uh, two points. Wyatt Phillips one for two from the field and zero for one from three point range with two points. Uh, Nate Stumpy, Caden Davis, Alec Jarhouse all played, did not score. Eli Miller, he's 0-for-1 from three-point range, but he's 3-for-3 from the free-throw line with three points. Dylan Elam, 2-for-4 from the field, and 0-for-3 from three-point range. He was 4-for-4 from the free-throw line with eight points. Avery Jarhouse, 3-for-7 from the field, and 3-for-10 from three-point range, 5-for-7 from the free-throw line. With uh, 20 points, Mason Robinson, 2 for 4 from the field, 2 for 2 from the three-point range, 5 for 6 from the free-throw line with 15 points. Ed McManway played and did not score. Logan Cornett with 1 for 4 from the field, 1 for 3 from the three-point range, 4 for 6 from the free-throw line with 9 points. Kyan Earhart was uh, 1 for 1 from the field with 2 points. Eric Coleman, 3 for 4 from the field, 2 for 4 from the free-throw line with 10 points. And as that told, there are 71 points out of the Mount Wins tonight, 71 55 over St. Anthony. For the Bulldogs, Colin Westendorf, he was 5 for 8 from the field, 0 for 1 from three point range, 6 for 8 from the free throw line with 16 points. Brock Pierday, 3 for 12 from the field, 0 for 4 from three point range, and 3 for 3 from the free throw line with 9 points. Uh, Griffin Sahi, 2 for 6 from the field, 1 for 2 from three point range. And 0 for 1 from the free throw line with 7 points. Max Koenig 0 for 1 from the field. He's 1 for 2 from the free throw line with 1 point. Michael Martelli 1 for 3 from the field. And 0 for 3 from the three point line. And 1 for 1 from free throw line with uh, 3 points. Ryan Smith 2 for 5 from the field. 0 for 2 from three point range. But he was 9 of 10 from the free throw line with 13 points. Jonathan Willenberg. One for two from the field with two points. And Sam Wink came in late and was one for one from the field with two points for their total of 55 as they fall here tonight to Alamont. 71 to 55 as Alamont uh, improves to 22, or excuse me, 23 and 4, 7 0 in the NTC conference. They are the outright NTC champs. And as Alamont PA announced, it says the first time in 43 years that that has happened. Mm-hmm. For Altamont, so a long time coming. Uh, Altamont fans deserve it, and uh, you know Altamont having a great a great season this year. And you know, one more regular season game to go. Regional start Saturday, and uh, I just I said earlier earlier like last week, Travis, like you know Altamont's just having a 
special season this year, and I, you know, I that they can they, they keep playing like this, like they did tonight, and uh, I, I really think they can do, you know, have have a long postseason run. And that long postseason run would be you know, that there's one more game or a couple more games to be played in this gym if that's what they want uh, to take it. As Altamont would be hosting the sectional, so uh, maybe yep. possibly not the last game here on the home floor, but uh, see a few extra people hanging around, parents and taking some last photos, grandparents too, hanging around taking some photos with the banners over there, the pictures of the seniors and. Uh, like uh, Coach Neberry said, uh, Mr. Jared hammering it in the chain over there, showing that thing off there. And uh, Altamont headquarters of 13, 13, 26, and 19 for 71. And St. Anthony with quarters of 11, 5, 19, and 20 for their 55 there. So, again, Altamont with the winner over St. Anthony, 71-55 their final. So we'll be back on the air of Thursday for the – our regular season finale against Windsor's two straws with the hatchets. And uh, so uh, that's when we will talk to you again next. Thanks to Derek back at the uh, studios for uh, turning the dials and helping us on and off the air uh, tonight. Hopefully you had a good Valentine's Day and uh, you enjoyed uh, this one as Altamont comes away with the dub. And that's always uh, makes it sweeter is uh, that you come and bring home, hey, I spent the night at the ball game uh, tonight, but at least uh, – Altamont got the win uh, there in that aspect for the Altamont fans. Uh, so uh, thanks to Derek back at the studios, and we'll be back on the air on Thursday for Dominic. This is Travis Sparks telling you have a great rest of your evening, and we're back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FM. And we'll talk to you again on Thursday for the regular season finale. And have a great rest of your Valentine's Day, everyone. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.